cool, cool, cool. Um, so it's been almost a year and a real hot minute since I've uploaded anything on my podcast and life happened and I feel like my podcast took a turn from where it was going to where it is today and I just wanted to share some of my experience strength and hope where I'm at um yeah so I went through a pretty big life change and I'm sure some people are like ah this girl this girl talking about this thing that she been going through but I need to share about it because people shared about their experience with it and it's what helped me get through it um yeah February 11th 2022 I was skiing and had the best time everything was absolutely splendid and um I was recording my boyfriend in the park we had one of the best days out of the entire season, I had new faction skis, everything was going great, and, um, you know, I got a new ski outfit this year, new helmet, everything, I just was having a great time, and unfortunately, when I was in the park recording him, I caught an edge, I fell, and my ski went under my back and took me down the hill, um, I'm an experienced skier, and I'm grateful that I've skied this long. I've been skiing since I was seven. So I've been skiing like 22 years, and this is the first time in my career of skiing as a hobby that I've actually really gotten hurt and injured. And, um, yeah, I don't need to go into details of what happened to me, but I want to talk more about what it did for me. Um, But anyways, so I, yeah... I did uh, struggle to get my ski off and then get my other one and my pole and everything. And I knew what to do, but I could only do so much. And my knee was shaking. My whole body was shaking out of, like, fear and just pain, really, and shock. Um, And I put my ski back on when I eventually got everything in control the best of my ability and my knee popped and that was the end for me. The beginning of the end to the beginning. Um, Went to the clinic and they assessed me. I went home. The next day I went to the the, uh, clinic at the hospital. Um, They took an x-ray and nothing was broken, sent me home with a brace I returned back to work and thought, well, maybe this must just be a sprain. Um, To find out after a month of working and and not feeling any better, not being able to do physical activities, um, because I also like to run, uh, cycle, uh, weightlifting, obviously skiing, walking in the woods with snowshoes or whatnot, um, just being active overall. I wasn't able to do most things that I enjoyed doing. Even running, like, just walking fast was hard. I walk fast. So regardless, come down to the point that it was suggested to me to get an MRI. The worst thing to me was to get an MRI because I kind of already knew what my fate could entail. Um, you know, and throughout this process, I actually tried to ski a week after I had injured myself and could only turn one way, um, couldn't even hit a bunny hill. And then 
A month later, I tried to flick a disc at playing disc golf in the woods at T-pad 1, and my knee gave out, and that's on video, too. Um, so joke's on me. You know, nothing ever really got better, and I'm powerless, and I thought that, like, if I just avoided it, then maybe, you know, it would be a lot easier to deal with, but turns out it made it a lot harder for me. So I got the MRI, and the results were... Um, you know, not what I wanted to hear, but kind of what I thought I was going to hear. My doctor evaluated my knee and said it feels pretty loose. There's kind of some concern here of your ACL. Um, So I found out that I tore my ACL completely and that my meniscus was torn and potentially needed an MCL repair. They weren't positive about the meniscus, but the ACL was for sure. So I took action immediately and gave a two-month notice about needing my surgery and planning everything ahead of time. And uh, to the best of my abilities, I worked um, as much as I could. And uh, I, I went to PT. I was referred for PT and did 10 sessions before and got a bunch of good exercises to do every day at home to strengthen my knee um, and my body for the surgery. And I had surgery on May 12th and they used my patellar tendon to um, do the ACL reconstruction. Uh, If you're not familiar with where that is, it's clearly on your patella, on your on your kneecap but yeah so they yeah I guess being a surgical tech I I've done a few of these before so I I have an idea what they do and so I think that was a blessing but also kind of a curse at the same time for me as a medical professional although I got like the utmost care and and I'm so grateful I got to have my surgery at the hospital where I work I'm like really so so grateful I made me cry because I was so happy and um just felt the the care that I needed was present throughout the entire process and I felt heard and that was really important to me because I was super worried I never had surgery before and I work in surgery um so a lot of things got put on hold it felt like for me it was very um emotionally taxing uh you know I heard horror stories of people say that oh it's the most painful thing when you bend your knee for the first time and Um, You're going to be out for so long. It's going to be hard, girl. Like, keep it up. You know, it's going to be difficult. And uh, there was some truth to that. Um, So I went in for my surgery after I fulfilled my commitments at work before I took a leave. And I worked up until the day before my surgery. Um, And, yeah, my knee was always super stiff at the end of the day. It was very hard. It felt like, like... when it was extended, I couldn't take it out of extension sometimes. It was just really not a good feeling, um, being on your feet all day like that. But I, I'm proud of myself. I did the exercises. I got through it. I was honest about when I was in pain and, um, that I might need to sit down. Uh, you know, I stretched and I would be like scrubbed in and doing some of my stretches, um, for my knee, (laughs) um, that I could do and just like at breaks and whatnot at home. When I got home, I did the cycle. I cycled a lot. Um, my goal was 120 minutes a week. I bought the cycle specifically to rehabilitate. 
um, on Marketplace on Facebook, and that was a good investment. Uh, so anyways, I got my surgery. They went in. They realized that after they evaluated the ACL for the reconstruction that they also needed to repair my meniscus, and then um, they didn't need to do MCL. Um, I would say that the first week or two of my recovery, week and a half, were the hardest days. The first five days were the hardest days of my life. Uh, it, it hurt so bad. I, I remember asking my family, taking care of me, if my kneecap was falling off. Um, being on medication was not ideal to me, and um, I severely managed that to the T and had people manage it for me, with me, you know, writing down when I took medications and whatnot. Um, it's not good to get too dependent on that stuff. So anyways, I, I relied on the will of my higher power and on the will of, you know, the love that people gave me every day, sending me messages, calling me cards, flowers, making me food, giving me a hug, letting me cry, making me laugh, you know, to help me through the pain. And, um, yeah, and that, that's, that's truly how I felt stronger and got through a lot of this. And preparing initially for the situation to occur was huge for me, you know, like I planned out how to make my house accessible for myself, um, to navigate and to do things, uh, I never thought it would be so tiring to even brew a cup of coffee. I remember the first day I actually did that and I was so proud of myself. It took a while, but I did it. <laughs> you know, you go through something like this and you realize that how you were, you, you were, or you are so rich, you know, to be able to walk, to have food, to eat, to have a roof over your head, to have a paycheck and a job that you love, to have family and friends that love you, you know, having a partner that loves you, like, my boyfriend loves me and shows me that every day and, like, his family and, um, you know, having my dog and just positivity in my life, you know, the ability to breathe, to see, to talk, like, I don't know, when the the ability to walk was taken away from me, it was pretty difficult. I realized how hard it was. I couldn't even tie my shoe. I couldn't, I, I needed somebody to help me to put my leg to the ground to be able to stand up and use crutches to use the bathroom. It was, I mean, it was really difficult. I cried a lot. And, um, yeah, asking for help was really hard. So because of the meniscus repair and because of, um, you know, what I do for a job standing up all day, they were, like, really making sure that not only with my PT before to be vigilant, but also um, because of meniscus, like, I can't bear weight for six weeks. So I'm on one month as of um, Thursday, one month in of recovery, and then um, following through, you know, I need to make sure that I really strengthen and I'm really okay because it's a big step to be able to, to stand and walking and knowing your limits. That's a hard thing is knowing your limits. Um, I've had some fast close ones where I've gotten a little too confident with my crutching technique and have almost fallen on my back and also down the stairs. And that really, really scared me.
like just overall freaked the heck out of me. So, you know, what have I learned? How has this happened for me? What I've learned is that, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to speak up and and ask for help, and I'm still not great at it. But I've learned through being in this vulnerable state. You know, I do a lot, I feel, in my heart because I get to, not because I have to, to help other people and be encouraging. And, you know, I I got weak and I needed help. And at first I felt like I, I couldn't do it. Like it was too hard. It, you know, it's it's hard to welcome people into your life and be vulnerable and show them that you may not be really okay. And at some points, I didn't even need to ask because people offered things to me without even me needing to ask. And that literally brought tears to my eyes. Um, I learned that I'm rich. I'm so rich. You know, that like I said earlier, that I get to do so many great things with my life. And whenever I get down, I think about how great it will feel the next time I get to like go for a run outside or I get to go skiing. And that's not going to be for a while, any of these things, but they're absolutely things to look forward to. You know, I can't wait for the day that I get to at least like put my foot on a pedal for the cycle and just even try like one loop of a cycle. <laughs> with the pedals, like, I don't know if that makes sense, but I just, to to go on my elliptical, you know, um, to go for a walk, to be able to stand and bear weight and stand, um, and I'll tell you right now that I, I'm sharing this too, because I suggest to anybody that is going through something, and it may not be this kind of injury, but If anyone, you know, if you have an injury, don't uh, overlook what you're going through and say, it just must be this if it's not getting any better. You know, that's what I did. And I'm only saying from my own experience that I overlooked a lot of the signs that it was my ACL because I didn't want to accept the truth that I already knew. And I I didn't want to have to go through the unknown and the fears of having surgery. You know, I had so many fears of like not waking up and fear of how bad will it hurt? What will I feel like? What will it do to me? Um, I was super, super dazed and confused when I woke up. I mean, for a while, it took a long time for me to come out of that. And the block when it wore off was one of the most painful things. But I got through it because people loved on me, you know. They encouraged me and showed me that you know, I'll get through it. It's going to be all right, you know. It's not forever. Um, so for anyone out there that's got an injury and feels like they are worried or they don't think it's much but it won't go away, I just say like, I encourage you that it's the most loving thing you can do for yourself by going to to the doctor and and getting it looked at and getting the help that you need and that physical therapy is truly your best friend. You know, I didn't want to spend money on physical therapy. I'm like, nah, I'll just look up the, you know, at workouts myself, the exercises. I can do this. I know people who are physical therapists. I'm not alone. And uh, sure enough, uh, going to a physical therapist was the best thing I could ever do. And she knows me. She's been through the whole journey with me. 
She was there before my surgery, and now she's been there working with me after my surgery. And it's just, it's crazy to think, you know. So I took the news pretty hard. I may not be able to return to work till the end of the summer. And I mean, it's minimum three months. And, you know, the fears of like, as an active person, what am I going to do with myself all this time? I'm not one to sit and watch Netflix and chill. And uh, I'm not one to like to take naps all day. So it's very difficult not being active, but I stimulate my brain, you know, with like books and podcasts, you know, and just filling myself up with things that inspire me and doing my workouts and doing everything that's suggested of me to do. Um, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. It has been one of the most challenging things I think that has been sent towards me in terms of like an injury. Um, but it, it, it happened for me because I realized that my, my body needed to slow, I needed to slow down. I needed to see everything so that I can gain everything, you know? And I've learned that through this experience that life is happening for me and um that through meditation I've been meditating and whatnot that like something beautiful will will come out of the situation and it may be hard to see right now because I can't predict the future but I have faith which is hope in the unseen you know and that um who am I to take these things for granted even if it didn't go necessarily what how I wanted it to go because if it were like my way I'd let it rain you know I wouldn't have an injury like this like it would have been like some kind of sprain and would have just gone away and I'd be working doing my thing going for runs going swimming in the ocean you know I can't even drive for like six weeks and it's been very challenging needing to even depend on other people to bring me places and asking for rides and help with making meals like my dishwasher my laundry you know god forbid cleaning my house it's a mess and vacuuming but you know what I'm alive and I'm here and I'm present and it taught me that it's okay to slow down it's okay to slow down it's life is not always a race It's about living for the moment, you know? Life is full of moments. Don't let them go to waste worrying so much about the future. Because before you know it, time is gone. And I needed that genuine reminder that had to take place through such a huge event in my life it's put my my life on hold it feels like but I feel like it's a setup for something great to happen you know so I just wanted to share my experience strength and hope on this podcast and I'm going to keep sharing about it you know and and, and it feels so great because it was anticipated at my um three weeks of recovery that I would be at 45 degrees bending my knee and and I was actually able to hit double that almost like 82 degrees and I truly in my full heart believe that's because I'm thriving off of the love people have for me the love my higher power has for me the love that I'm having for myself 
and that I'm doing the work. Everything that they suggest to me to do, I'm doing them. Even when I don't want to, I do them. And on top of it all, you know, I got a tick bite and had to go on doxycycline and a probiotic. So I started not feeling great at all. And it wiped me out, but I still did my exercises. I still went to physical therapy. I still went to the doctor to get all this even checked to see if I needed anything. And um, I just have to share the gratitude that life can give you a lot of curveballs. And it don't matter how much, you know, experience you have with certain things. There are some things you just never experienced. And for me... Getting a knee surgery was one of those things that I just never experienced. No matter how optimistic I might feel, I needed help. I can't do this on my own. I'm incapable of going through some of these situations on my own, and I need support. And to be able to accept that gift from others and also to ask for help when I needed it was extremely humbling. And it showed me that in the long run, I'm doing so much better than I ever gave myself credit for. You know, when I get to see things differently, and um, it just makes me want to be in that much service to others, that much more. You know, I sought help through an ACL recovery group page that I found online and found some awesome people to connect with that have gone through the same thing or are going through the same thing as me. And having that support was super meaningful um, and impactful and to give that to others too and be like, hey, you got this. Because sometimes all people need, you know, when they feel down and they can't love themselves is somebody else to just lift them up till they can love themselves again, you know? So I'm just like running on this journey. And I sound positive right now, but I want to say, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Tears catch the (laughs) mice. They do. They catch the mice. And and I get down and and I feel frustrated that I can't do basic things like like I could before. But I know that when I can do those things again, I'll I'll never take them for granted. And it makes me want to be in service and help people going through this in the future, too, because this isn't an easy surgery to go through, you know, and it's all about seeking the similarities over the differences. You know, I've had many people tell me things like about surgeries that they had that weren't even the same thing, but they could identify because they know how it's hard when when you're powerless and you you know, you can't control the outcomes necessarily. You just have to live just for the day and do what's suggested of you and take care of yourself and know your limits. And knowing your limits is something I personally struggle with. You know, I just want to give, give, give and do, do, do. And sometimes I can't do, do, do because I need to rest, 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 right? You know, life isn't all about go, go, go. If you don't stop and smell the roses, you might miss the miracle just as much. So I don't know if this helps anybody out there. I tend to say that on every little video I do because I'm no Gandhi. I'm no queen. You know, I'm just another person out there trying to get through just for today and to do the next best right thing and to recover so that I can go back out in the ski slopes and to be able to, you know, just enjoy that enjoy that part of my life that I'm so grateful I get to have today 
and to be able to go for a run and potentially I feel like since I talked myself into it and then out of it for so long is down the pipeline and a long way from now because it'll probably be a long way from now but you know to be able to run a half marathon that would be absolutely incredible and have another sport that I can work on and and the one that I chose is disc golf um the sport that gives me calmness in the storm yet excites me and entices me and that's something I share with my partner and I get to watch it live like thank goodness there's so many live tournaments during this season that I get to watch and to just be distracted from the pain and be be more promoted towards the future and to the hope you know finding things that lift you up and inspire you and show up no matter what how no matter how you're feeling to keep showing up for the people places and things that serve you and are important to you um so you know at first I thought it would be damned that I tore my ACL and and, and meniscus adding that on top of it but it could have been one of the greatest things that ever happened to me today because today I have something really amazing you know that 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 I get to see life differently because of this injury. I get to um, have more appreciation for the recovery process and for myself and my body and my mind and loving myself throughout the process, even when it's hard to, and having the ability to allow other people to love me and to be able to ask for help and guidance and to be able to be open and vulnerable about my feelings. Um, it's been a wild rad journey, but I just felt compelled to start back up this podcast since it went so vacant for so long and it was never meant to die, but maybe it needed a little rest. And so now I could come into fruition of sharing, you know, the truth and this is what's going on today. So being grateful leads to a joyous heart and I would rather look at life like that than any other way um so thank you for listening to this podcast I plan on to keep updating the hope and and this podcast about the recovery journey and what's happening next this is where I'm at now today and I'm eternally grateful eternally grateful and I appreciate the people who listen and I hope that you get something out of it because this is not just you know, about my recovery, it's to share the hope for somebody else to see that, you know, it's possible and that, (laughs) that they, that they're not alone, you know, nobody's alone and that there's support out there. Um, so anyways, thank you for listening. I hope you have the greatest week and enjoy yourself and be grateful. Bye. Peace.